0: the calculator is never right. How could it possibly be? There are so many different companies out there. There's so many different ways to create mortgage rates, and there's so many different programs out there. They don't know whether you're getting a debt service coverage ratio loan or a regular conventional loan. The calculator knows none of that stuff. Welcome to the Get Real Podcast. Your high-octane boost of full-on reality therapy for personal, business, and investing success with your host, Ron Phillips, because somebody's got to tell it like it is. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Get Real Podcast. Ron Phillips, Heather Marchant here. Mm -hmm. Another day, another podcast. Welcome back. It's a good
1: day. It's a good day to talk about this.
0: Yeah. This is kind of like a fun, same time, like a sore subject around the office. True, And it's really, really important. So hang in there with us and stay tuned. We're going to talk about calculations, I guess, right? And calculators. We've talked a lot about returns and how to calculate the different returns and things like that. But we've never really talked about like, there's like a million calculators out there now. Yes and what kind of confusion that brings to the market. It is really difficult as a consumer out there to know what calculator to use. And you know the people who are in our business, Heather, everybody calculates everything so differently. Yes. And it's so confusing. We talk about returns individually and everything like that. I don't think we've ever really talked about how people stack these things up onto a pro forma to make their properties look good. Totally. (laughs) Yeah, there should just be like a single truth like it should be just like this is the way you do this this is the truth everybody should do it this way there isn't guys i'm i'm just here to tell you that there isn't and so it's very confusing
1: and some people build their own ron some people have their own way of evaluating property. Well, I'll give an example. I was talking to a client probably about a month ago or so and sent a pro forma over and the reply was, here's my calculation, right? Here's my calculator. And I thought it was an online calculator. Evidently, it's one he made on his own. But just like a couple of examples where you say one source of truth is taxes the calculator put the taxes at 2%. And and that was the way that source of truth saw taxes nationwide, even though counties, specific counties, sometimes cities, it's different.
0: Yeah. You can't do that. So it's impossible. That's like what we were talking about with the 1% rule. You can't use the 1% rule all over the place. It's wildly different in different markets because of the expenses on the property. The only thing... 1% rule tells you is how to gauge whether how the rent is doing in comparison to the purchase price. It doesn't tell you how well the property performs. Yep. So there's all these rules, there's all these calculators, and there's free ones online, there's paid ones online, there's all of this stuff. Like, How do you work yourself through all of this to get to, is this a good deal or is it not a good deal? Yeah. That's the tricky part.
1: And I think the thing that I've seen a lot is the online calculators are just taking generalizations and not actual. So for example, another example is property management. I'll get a calculator back from a client that says, oh, well, your number for management is too low. I'll hear this actually quite often. And I'll have to go through our process and say, well, we negotiate with property managers and get their rates and fees and everything up front. And we have that in our pro forma. The vacancy covers the tenant turn and all that stuff. But your overall fee, the percentage of rent is in the pro forma. And I'm like, that actually is the source of truth because it's a specific property management company. So the calculators are just generalizations all over the place.
0: And it's not to say that when you hear this from XYZ podcast or XYZ.com, that what they're saying is, wrong it's just if you're out there looking at properties by yourself and you're trying to get approximations for or guess what these numbers are well you have to guess it's in your best interest to guess high yeah but if you're comparing properties apples to apples you really need to understand what the apples are you have to understand like what each person or what each company is providing you are they providing you something that's a guesstimate or are they providing you an actual number? We err on the side of everything that we can possibly get that's actual. We just provide actuals. Why would we want to guess if we know what it is? Yeah, and when you compare that to another company that who's similar to ours who doesn't do that, they just guess well you're not comparing apples to apples anymore you're comparing apples to something other. We don't know what kind of fruit it is. <laughs> <laughs> It might be good fruit. It might not be good fruit. We don't know. (laughs) Which reminds me, there's this really horrible fruit in Brazil called jackfruit.
1: Oh, (laughs) I eat jackfruit, Ron. That's so funny.
0: It's the nastiest stuff. They're like gigantic, right? (laughs) It could be jackfruit, guys. Like It's (laughs) super inflated. I don't know if you guys... You can look it up whenever you get to a safe spot to look it up, but you can look up what a jackfruit is. It's gigantic. Like If it falls out of a tree, it could really hurt you bad. That kind of a huge fruit. So if they inflate the numbers because they're guessing, or if you're using a calculator that inflates the numbers, you're never going to get a property because nothing's ever going to look good enough. Yes. Depending on the area where you are shopping. Yes. For your investment. So...
1: I'm going to go over another one, Ron, that I get frequently with the performance inaccurate, right, according to an online calculator. So another one that's pretty common, because I mentioned taxes. I will go back to that in just a second, because I just made a call on this yesterday on taxes. But insurance. Insurance, depending on where you get your insurance quote from, can be pretty different. This one client, it was like 50 bucks.
0: Especially right now, Heather. Yes. like Insurance companies are jacking rates up like crazy right now.
1: Yeah, it's true. So making sure that the insurance is like your generalization in the calculator for what we have on insurance side is always high. When it comes back to me from a calculator, Mm -hmm. our insurance looks too good to be true every time where we pull it from... A quote from a policy that we have access to so that is a difference maker and so when you add up 50 bucks here hundred dollars here they'll come back and say, Heather, this property performs negative 20 or whatever because their numbers are so off for them in their calculator.
0: Yeah, because the taxes were under 1% and the insurance is half.
1: Yes, just that alone, right? So yesterday, we are selling a lot of new construction right now and we're moving property probably 60%, maybe even a little higher of our inventory is new construction. And I called the county in Oklahoma and I said, hey, it's been a minute since we checked these taxes and can you help me?" And I was on the phone for a good 30 minutes because the lady was just like, what, who, how, (laughs) what? But I said, look, here's what the purchase price is gonna be. Do you do your taxes as assessed value based on purchase price? Because sometimes it's not, and sometimes it is. And she said, yes, we assess at purchase price. I said, okay, perfect. So I just need to know, what are the taxes gonna be at this price point? And she put me on hold for a while. I got to talk to my supervisor. But she came back and she said, you can plan on 150 a month, basically is what she said, which was more than what we had on the pro forma initially. Taxes have changed, but also the purchase price was changing, a different floor plan. Like There were several things changing on this that I wanted to make a call and make sure our numbers were right. So that's way better than an online calculator that's just going to throw 2% in there right
0: yeah because in texas it's not two percent yeah nope there's a lot of places in texas it's way higher than that yep so your little calculator gonna get you in trouble look all the calculator is doing in my opinion all it should do is allow you to input numbers and make the calculations for you it's just a lazy man or woman's way to do math yeah that's what it should do unfortunately that is not what happens on these online calculators. Everybody tries to make theirs smarter than the next person (laughs) and they end up being just dumb. That's the reality. They end up being dumb. And not really helpful. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the opposite of helpful.
1: Yes. The other one that I see a lot with client feedback is we send out our pro forma and they reply with your interest rates, not market rate. According to my calculator, right? Interest rates are X and your pro forma has Y. And... All of our deals it's deal specific and price point specific. And we have preferred lender that we work with that sends us rates every week so that we can say,
0: what is the rate? Yeah, we're not guessing. We're not guessing. And your calculator is guessing. And we hear it both ways. Either it's guessing like a point too low, a point too high, like the calculator is never right. How could it possibly be? There are so many different companies out there. There's so many different ways to create mortgage rates, and there's so many different programs out there. They don't know whether you're getting a debt service coverage ratio loan or a regular conventional loan. The calculator knows none of that stuff. Oh, online calculators. I don't know why, but I feel like we're going to get in trouble from all the (laughs) online calculator people.
1: (laughs) And I think we're equal opportunity haters on this. We're not hating on one particular calculator.
0: Yeah, that's why we're not like naming one, Heather. Like, we're just like, I'm not saying XYZ company's calculator sucks. Yeah. Unless all it's doing is math, it sucks.
1: Yeah, exactly. Too many assumptions. And honestly, our interest rate that we have too is based on negotiated terms with the seller, negotiated terms sometimes with their own in house lender. Some of our big construction companies have their own in house lending arms. And so the interest rate is, within a week of exactness, right? We get interest rates usually Monday or Tuesday. So we update the pro formas to have the current interest rate and we try to be as exacting as we can. So when they're really turbulent and changing every day, maybe there's an exception.
0: On everything, you know, there's another point we talked about earlier, but we should probably discuss even on a finer point and that is vacancy. Yeah. You can put in whatever number you want for a vacancy rate. You can knock yourself out with the vacancy rate. (laughs) But take a city, any kind of a metro city, there's a different vacancy rate in the inner city versus a suburb. And each one of the suburbs have different vacancy rates. If all you do is look up the metropolitan vacancy rate, well, you're shortchanging yourself on one side or the other. You either have too high of a vacancy rate, which would be better than too low of a vacancy rate, but you certainly don't have a specific vacancy rate for the area where you're looking at the properties. Yeah, true. And you also don't have the vacancy rate from the property management company. They vary widely in the same market.
1: And in different times of year. They'll tell me their vacancy rate in the spring, summer. They'll tell me their vacancy rate in December. They are widely different. And that makes sense that they are. Yep. So taking a calculator that just overgeneralizes so many things and usually overestimates because conservative, again, like not a bad thing, but it just makes it a deal killer all the time. No property is going to work.
0: <laughs> if we were in a 2012 market, all the properties would work. That would be great. It wouldn't matter if you're overshooting everything, but it would certainly matter if you're undershooting. So we've only talked really a lot about overshooting, but they undershoot as well. Like I talked about Texas, places who have really high property taxes as a percentage, you're going to under, and you can't compensate for that because if you make your calculator that high across the board to equal the top tax bracket that you can find in the country, nothing... It's going to kill every other area. And there's specific reasons why you invest in certain different markets. So if you're trying to invest for cash flow in a Midwest market that's not Texas, the property should cash flow more outside of Texas just by virtue of the property taxes.
1: Yes. And I think that people oftentimes when they're looking at these calculators, they're also taking, like you said, Ron, like their own experience of where they live. Like the person that said, these taxes are way off, I'm using 2%, lived in an area where taxes are really high. Mm -hmm. So he uses a calculator and goes, totally makes sense. These taxes are right. Where if you live in another part of the country, so the property he was looking at, I'll just tell you how widely this varied the current taxes on the duplex were $25 a month. Assessment value would have gone up for sure when it was fully assessed because it was going to be renovated and all of that. But his tax number that he was using was, I think, $350. I'm pulling it up. Yeah, $358. Month in taxes. Yeah. No way. It's <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> no way. <laughs> so, a calculator is only as good as, I mean, all those assumptions you're using. If you get too many assumptions, you got a problem.
0: So, look, we've beat the crap out of calculators, but it's the same with pro formas that you get from realtor down the street or whatever company it is, right? Yeah. Whatever they put into their calculator or their pro forma, there's little tricks. That you can use in those to make things look really, really good. And you have to be really careful about that. And we see this quite a bit too. Like people who do this, they keep the interest rates really, really low to that other investor's point. There's nowhere you can get those rates. Yeah. Except for you can get like a 2 1 buy down that'll give you. And if you guys don't know what that is, like a 2 1 buy down reduces the rate only for either a year or two years, depending whether it's a 2 1 or different combination. And then it goes right back up they calculate all the numbers on the lower interest rate that's not a fixed rate yep it's an entry level rate it's like the teaser that you get from the credit card company except for this isn't a credit card it's a mortgage it's a little different it's true these little tricks in the pro formas that people use to make their properties look great you got to be really cognizant of the fact that that people are doing that now because it's harder to get properties to work yeah
1: I'm going to go through a few examples of that, Ron, real quick, because we have a few minutes. So a couple that we've seen, because Proformas are sent to us from other competitors sometimes. Mm-hmm. And we also wanted to do kind of a check and balance and see, hey, what are returns looking like in the market in general? Right. So we pulled up several different pro forma options and a couple of things that we observed that I think is just good to note. Because this is a still a pro forma calculator thing with new construction that they used just the land taxes, ignoring the fact that it would be assessed later once the property was completed. I mean, you may get lucky for year two, three on having low taxes, but they're gonna assess them pretty quickly these days. Most of the counties I talk to, it's once a year that they go out and assess.
0: Especially on sale, because you can't hide that right?
1: Yep, exactly. So another one just had the calculator, the calculation was wrong, right? We did the math and the ROI on the marketing for the property, we were like, wow, that's really good ROI. And we did the math on their own pro forma and the math was wrong, right? So checking that is important. And if you don't know how to do that math, I wouldn't rely just on an online calculator. I would understand how to calculate Cash on cash return, which is annual cash flow divided by the investment. So typically we do your down payment over here. So being aware of those things as well.
0: And then there's a couple of other things too that people are doing now. They downplay the cash flow, the cash ROI, because they're not getting it. Yeah. And on the pro formas, they're only putting the total return. I mean, you should look at the total return, but if you're buying properties and you want them to positively cash flow, Mm-hmm. You really need to know what the return is just on your cash. That's a really important number. Yep. And you know, right now, I don't think anybody's hitting anything out of the park on their cash flow, but you still need to know what the number is. And people are just omitting it. They're putting the total return as if that's the only thing that anyone should ever look at, and they're doing it because their properties don't cash flow very well or at all. Yep. And they're selling properties solely on growth. And I can tell you, most of the people who are doing that they probably lived through 2008, but they didn't live in the real estate world through 2008, Yeah, right? Because all the way up to the crash, that's what people were doing. People were buying for appreciation. And then the market crashed and they had negatively cash flowing properties and all of the appreciation was gone. Yes. Which means they had a piece of crap for an investment. That's what they had. That is all starting to happen again, where people are like, it's difficult to cash flow. Prices have gotten high. And because of that, People are changing the way that they present properties to being all about appreciation, which is a projected thing that no one knows. Heather and I have been telling, like this whole time we've been talking to you, we've been saying, listen, you need to look at the actual numbers. There isn't an actual number for appreciation because you don't know it until after it happened. Exactly. So you'd have to actually own the property for a year and then go, oh, well, the appreciation rate was this. That's great. Yeah.
1: Exactly. The other thing, too, I just remember another one because I'm like loving this soapbox today. Apparently, maintenance is another one. You mentioned vacancy, but sometimes you're looking at a calculator and it's doing a general calculation on new construction and saying that your maintenance number is going to be really high when you have a builder warranty the first year, right? Like taking those things into account and understanding if you're getting a property that's fully renovated or brand new. Oh, and usually having either a builder warranty or a home warranty in place to cover those bigger potential expenses. Just taking that into account. No one knows the future, but having that play a part and not just having this general calculator telling you nationwide what maintenance looks like on every property.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So when you're out there in the market and you're trying to make this happen... You just have to educate yourself and understand what in the world you're doing. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people out there who are uneducated, who have realized that this is a pretty cool gig selling properties to people who don't know any better when they don't know any better. And man, that kind of ignorance can hurt you. That said, just don't be ignorant. Just learn it. It's not that hard. We've done countless episodes on returns and how to calculate them you should be able to calculate those returns, look at the pro forma they've sent you and make it happen. And if you're using a calculator out there, just get one that you have to enter everything in and it does the calculations for you. I mean, if you want a calculator, that's the kind I would get. I wouldn't get one that plugs in a whole bunch of crap that isn't accurate. Yep. And don't let this stop you from moving forward, I guess. Educate yourself and take action. Educate yourself and take action.
1: Mm -hmm. We have information at our fingertips these days. I mean, it's everywhere. You don't need encyclopedias no more.
0: (laughs) Information is not power. Applied information is power. So you can know it. If you don't do anything about it, it doesn't make any difference. You're just an educated person with no money. Yeah. So you have to actually go do something. And on that happy note, until next week get out there and make something happen. This has been the Get Real Podcast. To subscribe and for more information, including a list of all episodes, go to getrealestatesuccess.com.